Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Zephcast. I am your host, Zephyr. I'm with my awesome, awesome friend, King Fink, aka Matt. Um, super hey. excited to have you, my man. How you doing today? Dude, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm uh yeah, I'm I'm honored to be here, man. I'm honored to be, you know, in your in your podcast and uh honestly been looking forward to this all week, not gonna lie. Dude, hell yeah. Thank you seriously so much for taking time out of your day to come hang out and just chat about oh, you. Yeah. yeah. At streaming, just anything we kind of start rambling mm -hmm. on about. Um not super formal or nothing, literally just a hangout sesh, just chilling and chatting about whatever. Cool. cool. So fast first, and loose. I like it. First question <laughs> I've been dying to ask you, King. If you had to eat one meal every day for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh. All right. <laughs> ooh. 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 Gotta channel my my brain power for this one. Um I will cheers geez. to the brain power. One yes cheers <laughs> got the apple juice um, ready man, one one meal huh for the rest of your life man that's uh easy to say but hard to answer um dude i don't know i don't know <laughs> um i feel like most you'd kind of want to go something yummy like a pizza or burger or something but that's so unhealthy too <laughs> It's dangerous, man. It's yeah. dangerous because, you know, if you, you eat it every day, man, you're gonna you're gonna get to a point where you're not gonna like pizza as much. Right. You're you gonna know? start crying when you look at it, like, why do I have to do yeah. this? Ah, pizza again. <laughs> what about like different kinds of pizzas though? Ooh, would that or maybe okay, sandwiches okay, okay. or salads? You know, if it was like one solid like family of foods but maybe different flavors that would mm. be maybe easier to choose from but if you yeah man one food for the rest of your life dude i i'm just gonna say pizza 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 <laughs> i'm just gonna say pizza <laughs> dude pizza's an easy answer pizza's so good like i don't i don't trust people if they don't like pizza i'm like wait a minute dude that is automatic dude. sus it, totally totally sus so kind of real first question um who is king fink who are you what are you about let us know who the real king fink is will you please stand up <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah man this is um you know this is one of the questions where you know you kind of you kind of anticipate you know being on like a podcast or maybe in a more formal situation, like an interview, you know, who, who are you? And, you know, ever since I was in school, you know, it's been tough for me to kind of try and find the words, you know, to, to describe, I guess, who I am. Um, I, I grew up in a, like a, I'll, I'll say is it was a Mormon household. Um, it was, not very strict mormon uh mormonism though it was more like um you know my parents uh went to lds church and um i was kind of brought into that growing up um they would always have home teachers come by uh you know weekly and kind of uh uh just just you know to, to teach us about you know the um, scriptures and things like that um missionaries so i was i was yeah, yeah, yeah. Missionaries. Um, 
Yeah, it was a lot of the time it was like uh, one main like home teacher that was local in our ward. And then it was a, a missionary that was, um, you know, from from another state or from another country. Um, so like that was that was pretty cool, you know, and I was really young, so I didn't really know what I was listening to or what I was consciously. I didn't know what I was doing, really. Like I just kind of went to church. I kind of went to, you know, um, like, uh, oh, what is it? Not uh, not Bible camp, but um, I guess it would kind of be like Bible camp. Right. But like, I don't know, for for, for LDS. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, so so I was I was brought up that way, but my parents weren't very Mormon. You know, like my dad and my mom um, would always drink coffee, you know, and smoke cigarettes. Um, you know, they would swear every now every now and again, um, and it was kind of strange. You know, kind of strange going going to church and coming home and not really practicing what we. Preach. what we learned uh, yeah yeah and you know as, as years went on i kind of you know formed my my own kind of beliefs and, and things like that and and we kind of my family and i kind of distance our, not not like intentionally distance ourselves from from the mormon church but just stopped going as much stopped going to like the you know like the trunk or treats and halloween and and things like that you know um and then it was when I was in, I think, seventh grade, um, getting a little bit real here. <laughs> no, go for <laughs> it. Parents, Absolutely. Yeah. Parents, you know, unfortunately, uh, got separated. Um, my mom moved away, you know, it was a really kind of a weird time where, you know, you're, you're in seventh grade, you're in middle school and something like that happening is, is just kind of a um an intense thing you know to happen at kind of a weird age um but but that kind of was a little bit of a blessing in disguise um it really helped help me and my dad kind of grow closer um because i was always a mama's boy growing up you know and uh and so that was kind of nice like i said kind of a blessing in disguise but um you know, that's about the age too where I started kind of really getting into music and um, yeah, just just listening to music, wanting to play music. Um, and so, from about then, in about seventh, from about seventh grade on until maybe about ten years ago, I was I was really involved in kind of like the uh, like the local music scene, you know, in our city. Um, joining bands which seemed like you know every other month and i was in a, in a new band in in middle school just like a, a you know a crappy garage band yeah, yeah and uh you know we'd always like somewhat fantasize about playing gigs and going to a studio and recording an album or a yeah. demo you know and playing in front of people you know mm -hmm. and that was kind of our like a dream i guess dream you know it was kind of in our minds it was a little unattainable a little bit of an unattainable goal um, at the time, just being so young and being so fresh and new to these instruments. Um, but you know that that didn't really that didn't really stop me, you know. So I kept practicing every day. I kept doing my thing, and you know, eventually, I kind of I've I got myself into this this situation where it was like 
one of the local bands that I'm kind of looking up to at that at that certain time. Um, you know, some of the members dispersed from the band and started wanting to form their own project. And I, you know, this was MySpace days, man. So like, I yeah. remember seeing a a bulletin go out on my uh, on my MySpace page about one of the members wanting to you know, start jamming with people and, and maybe start a band. And I was like, okay, you know, I've been through this however many times before, this isn't anything new to me, you know, so I'll go there. Um, you know, it was a little intimidating because it was somebody I looked up to and here I am just this young kid, um, going and auditioning basically for this band that I didn't know I would be in for the next five years or so, you know, and, um, you know, one thing led to another and we started really writing music and, and really getting a feel for each other, like, um, you know, musical chemistry type of thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, things, things kind of snowballed from there. And we, um, we started playing shows. We started, you know, um, recording demos in a, in like a legitimate, what felt like a legitimate studio, you know, to us, it, you know big big like producers in la you know those those are like way out of our league sure, but for, for right. spokane you know <laughs> such a, like a small city like um it was it was awesome you know it was awesome and the sound that came out of there you know was was it was it was amazing you know and um you know until about 20 2011 maybe 2010 um you know, I, I was playing shows, recording, you know, music, all this and that. And then it kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, this is like a, a make it or break it thing for, for person, for me personally. Um, you know, we're, we're playing shows, we're doing all this cool, you know, cool stuff, but it's like, you know, I had to, I, I had to really step back and look at it from a bigger perspective rather than just at the small local level. You know, we were, we were really um you know not trying to toot my own horn or anything but we we really were one of the more popular bands in in our, our in our city um but but on a scale you know as a like a county um as a, a state as a country you know we were just a needle in the haystack you know <laughs> and it was kind of at that point where i was like okay i've either got to really commit 100 percent and Go for it, go you know, being it. on the road for weeks, weeks at a time type of thing, being away from family and friends, pretty much saying goodbye to like a stable, you know, relationship with a loved one. And I, you know, sadly made the choice to to make my leave from the band, got a haircut, you know, chopped off all my hair and, you know, got a got a nine to five, you yeah. know, and it was a weird thing it was a weird decision to make um doing something for so long and then doing a complete 180 and not doing it you know not going to band practice three days a week not playing gigs several times a month to <laughs> waking up in the morning putting on my you know button-up dress shirt and clocking on to a job for the next eight and a half hours you know it was it was really weird it was yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, I guess to, to circle back to your original question, I guess that's who I am. 
you know dude that's a that's a cool entirety story um it's really crazy hearing so much of that and just relating to so much of it because yeah yeah um i don't think i've really told anyone like online before but like literally your whole entire childhood like i grew up in the mormon church um i, I grew up in in southern utah so everyone around us was mormon family was mormon right went, went to church yeah. every weekend um had yeah missionaries stop by and everything so I, I relate a lot to that and then like right at seventh grade about yeah started getting into guitar and then piano and saxophone yeah, yeah. and just same played in some bands you know there was one guy <laughs> i had like a real he was um incredible saxophonist he's he's like doing like a lot of shows with some big artists in utah now um, but he plays mm -hmm. like bass and saxophone and him and i just had a really good musical chemistry and so yeah everything you're saying i'm like oh my god <laughs> like i'm just even further Kinda, convinced you, we're like <laughs> brothers separated at birth i, dude, I swear yeah 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 for um yeah anybody that's i guess watching that doesn't know this you know you and i share the same birthday we do you know, different year but but you know same month and day right right it's it, it's pretty wild because like i was telling um like pretty much everyone i've had on the podcast i've told them like it's so cool actually talking like in real time with people that i feel like i've known for you know the whole past yeah. year because like we've never yeah, really like one-on-one -on -one talk aside maybe from mario kart like once or twice before <laughs> yeah right and then and we're all just swearing honest, at ice beams the... <laughs> yeah 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 seriously oh my god the dude is a legend he is. at uh, mario kart that's so insane but this is like the first time i've ever uh I guess like video chatted with right. somebody okay. it's uh it's cool it's cool it's cool it, yeah it's 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 very like nervous anxious but fun and exciting and like we're, mm -hmm. i'm i'm just all about trying to make you know have it as chill and conversational like i definitely don't want any of this to ever feel like for for, for you for everybody in the future like don't ever want this to feel like an interview just more like we're just conversating right right drinking, just chatting just, just chatting just chatting is the best game in the world hands down um but dude that is that was have, did you play bass most of the time through your bands you were in not at all no not at no. all well okay that's a lie um so from when i was in geez um i'm trying to remember i think seventh grade I think seventh grade, I remember having one of my buddies come over that I knew from elementary school and we just, you know, one day went to the mall, you know, he was, he was just like coming over to spend the night or something. And, uh, we went to this, I think it was Sam Goody or something. It was like a, like a music store, just like with albums and, and oh, things yeah. like that. And, uh, the records and in the, uh, in the, yeah, yeah. You know, um, in the back of the store there was a uh kind of a teach yourself how to play guitar you know and it was featuring metallica you know and so it was like dude okay okay tonight tonight marks the night that i will be playing you know playing guitar like learning to play guitar and all i had was a uh like this old old classical guitar that my dad had and the strings were so like rough and yeah. so hard to to push down, you know, and trying to play Metallica, trying to learn Metallica on a classical guitar, you know, was was pretty intense. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I played I played electric guitar um, 
through through the whole band uh, band thing. Like I helped out with bass every now and again, but um, it was always always you know six string, uh, yeah, guitar. Dude, hell yeah! Where, did you do most? Did you do like rhythm guitar a lot, or like some lead guitar, like solos and stuff? Kind of a little bit of both. It was, um, you know, when we were in the band, the other guitarist and I didn't want didn't want the label lead guitarist and rhythm guitarist because it kind of felt like one was better than the other, which yeah. isn't supposed to feel that way, but right. it it does. You know, it does. It does. So we just um, we kind of shared the roles. You know, if um, if one of us came up with an awesome melody, you know, or awesome lead part, we would try to like work with each other to make um, like the next part or the next verse or, or, or breakdown or whatever, um, have have a cool lead part for the other person. So we were kind of like bouncing between rhythm and lead and um, it was fun. It was good. It was good. I think it was a good, good call to kind of share the roles that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, like the one big band I was in, like when I was in high school, um, we had two, I was the lead, lead guitar player and then he was the rhythm guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like he just always preferred that I did the solos and I love the solo, like improvisation is like my favorite <laughs> yeah. thing in the entire world. Um, but yeah, the same exact thing. Like we would just bounce ideas off of each other. And I came from the like metal and classic rock side. Like I love yes. Metallica. Yes. I like Metallica. <laughs> I remember learning guitar and my dad told me, he's like, if you can learn to play master of puppets, you have mastered the guitar. Like that was it. <laughs> yeah. And of course, like, no, there's like so many more difficult things and crazier things out there aside from that. But that is a pretty intense right, song. Right. Um, but yeah, he came from more of the like alternative, like kind of like, you know, even Fallout Boy, my chemical romance stuff. So oh, okay. kind okay. of okay. The two of us coming together was so different, but so cool because we like both kind of grew in appreciation for that style of music and and his was a lot more usually yeah. like melody driven in some sense and mine was usually like power chords power chords power chords <laughs> yes but dude that's yes i feel like i've known you my whole life king <laughs> my my brother my exactly brother. exactly <laughs> um dude metallica's awesome metallica on a classical guitar mm-hmm. like that would be pretty intense yeah uh, it was um it was rough trying to learn <laughs> one of my favorite things about um another band that i love uh it's called megadeth I'm, I'm i'm sure you know who megadeth is oh yeah yeah they they do a lot of that stuff too where like the two guitar players like dave mustaine um and then like their other guitar solo or their guitarist they'll like swap solos with each other and you can mm-hmm. like hear in the music when one of them's like one has a very distinctive solo sound and the other is like Dude, doing some crazy yeah. stuff did you and your guitar player kind of have like you very different styles you think um maybe a little bit of different styles but the thing that i you know looking back now the thing that really separated us was our uh, i hate i kind of almost hate saying this but was our our like guitar tone or guitar sound that's a big um, thing dude like i remember saving my pennies you know any any birthday money any holiday money that i would get i would just save all of it um because we were using line six um just digital straight digital amps you know trying to crank those to 10 doesn't work too well no the gain all the way to 10 (laughs) yeah we all did it though it's okay 
we did we did yeah yeah we did sorry um, <laughs> but i no you're fine man you're fine i uh, i saved my pennies and got a uh, a tube amp a proper tube amp mm. and um that was like the big like oh okay this is what we should sound like the, yeah this is what like a warm sound dude the, the like round i sound. can't <laughs> yeah i i remember explaining it this way but as soon as i swipped swapped over to a tube amp it's like my guitar grew a pair you know what i mean uh, yeah like no joke the sound was so full and warm and just like literally filled the room you know you could feel the bass the low end in the guitar and man um yeah that I, was i was yeah. the same i had like a digital amp that was like kind of my first beginner amp and then I remember I went, we like the band and I we went on stage, played for, I think it was Battle of the Bands. And this is just a little practice amp on like a big stage. <laughs> and I had it turned all the way to 10 and I blew the amp. So after oh. that, after that, my mom and dad, like they're like, you need a new amp. So my dad bought me like a huge half stack Marshall amp. And in, oh. in my room, oh. I literally i could i had to turn it to like less than one or it would shake the room yeah, yeah, and and yeah, yeah. amps like that you need to turn it to like seven or eight or nine to really warm it up and get the tone going oh, yeah 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 but yeah. I'm, I'm just like this little crappy sounding like barely <laughs> audible but it's like shaking the walls yeah but oh that's good man that's good <laughs> marshals are awesome they're 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 cool amps mm -hmm. i kind of wish i we still had it but I mean, I don't know where it would yeah. fit. I'm sure my neighbors would love hearing that. Oh man, I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, it's like we have like no room for, like I just have a uh, a tiny, yeah, probably like similar similar to what you had, just a mm -hmm. small Line Six practice amp, you yeah. know. And trying to think of like a half stack in here. It's like it could yeah, fit, no. but you no. wouldn't really be able to use it. <laughs> Hi Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> um dude I, that's that's so cool like how much you play music and everything so like i feel like i always thought you were like primarily a bass player because i think you play bass on stream a couple times yeah yeah um like i always wanted to kind of get a bass and mess around on it you know yeah. and i think i finally pulled the trigger and bought one last year or the year before mm -hmm. um and it's sad to say, but I'm not playing like guitar as much as I used to, you know, um, I've been playing more bass lately and yeah. it's just, it's fun, man. It's it fun just to, you know, throw on some headphones and just, you know, feel it, you feel it, you know, and it's, uh, it's good, man. I, I really, I really enjoy bass, but I think, I think my heart will always be with, with guitar. Yeah dude i'm the same way like i've never had a bass i've always wanted a bass um every time i go to guitar yeah. center like i always go to the basses and just start playing them but it's like so <laughs> dude, they're different. so fun they are they are i feel like when growing up i always wanted to be the guitar solo but now like mm -hmm. as i've gotten older yeah. like the appreciation for like rhythm guitar you know the appreciation for mm -hmm. bass like I've, i never thought i'd ever want to learn drums but it was listening to oh. um oh sorry what were we gonna say Oh, I was going to say, man, same here. Like, um, drums, like never really appealed to me, but I would love an electric drum set. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I mean, probably electric. So the neighbors don't hate you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I was listening to tools, new album. I like, I'd never been a big tool fan. 
um i like i've never kind of got why people love tool so much and my coworker was like tool just released a new album you gotta listen to it and so i listened to it and just right away the first thing i thought of was the drums and i'm like i've never wanted to play drums before but this really makes me want to learn to play drums like huh huh insane but um totally off total i don't even know where what converse like where we're going with that but just like music <laughs> right, yeah um music's amazing dude have you ever thought about doing like any music streams or maybe playing music on stream at all yeah so i've done um i've done rocksmith on stream and that's kind of like i don't know it, it's not really like performing you know but it kind of it kind of gives you the same like same feeling you know like having people watch you while you're playing mm -hmm. an instrument um but it's just like guitar hero or guitar uh a rock or a rock band um is it like guitar hero but with tab coming at you uh like how would you yeah, i've never seen of, it before really yeah so it's essentially it shows you like a quadrant of the guitar neck like it'll show frets like one through six let's say okay. and then you'll see like the the notes coming down the the way there um just like guitar hero okay um and then for like solo you'll see like the the game like focus up on like frets 12 through like 15 or 17 or whatever gotcha you know? gotcha um and and just kind of play yeah just like kind of like a hybrid between tabs and uh guitar hero i think that's a good way to put it i'm intrigued i kind of want to check it out um you should I, you should i've always like super struggled with reading tabs like i've never i never really got into reading tabs too much just because like i always pick like i would always pick everything up by ear so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, but that'd be fun that that would be sorry ellie what are you doing she's being like no, extra <laughs> loving right now you want to say hi to King? special guest pretty much she's, hey ellie she's been like the podcast <laughs> pup you know the past few times she likes to hang mm, out pupper exactly yeah um, I know Zach's done a couple like guitar and singing kind of streams. Do you think you'd ever mm -hmm. kind of want to go down that avenue? Like live so performing? I think I would. Oh my gosh, dude. I would need to practice a lot. I would need to practice a lot and kind of um, kind of overcome like the uh, the fear of performing live again, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know that would be fun that would be that'd be very fun and interesting you know even throw on like uh like a backing track and just you know jam you know dude hell yeah um do you do like a lot of like improvisation or like any kind of like jazz stuff by any chance you know what i do like like i said it's it, i kind of i kind of play sparingly now it's it sucks gotcha. i do want to like play play more and more you know but between adult like life. work and everything it's just like oh yeah exactly yeah. um but like i have my my effect pedal rack you know right here um Wah -wah and that pedal. Has like yeah it's got the uh the digitech whammy pedal i do have a a loop pedal uh Ooh. in the back there by boss and man it's i can't tell you how fun it is to to like look up tabs or something you know where there's two two different guitar parts yeah you know um i think i have a, a loop on there saved of cosmo canyon 
uh like the cosmo canyon like what? theme song and just like like tapping the strings to get the bass sound or the oh, uh, the drum sound and using the digitech you know to 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 lower the the octave to simulate a bass and oh hell yeah. it's fun it's fun to like you know make one one layer and then replay it and then add to it and then add to it and add to it and add to it and it's it's a blast it's it's seriously a blast i've never got too big into like looping or anything um but i've seen like like ed sharan do some live performances on like acoustic guitar oh. and he just blows mm -hmm. my mind with stuff like that phenomenal it's phenomenal man that's like a whole other level i feel like of talent like it's one thing to just like pick up an instrument and just kind of noodle doodle around or whatever but like when you can <laughs> yeah, do yeah when you can add like the this percussive kind of element to it and then the bass and then you know some chords and then a melody on it it's just that stuff blows my mind dude it yeah yeah for real man one of the one of the things i loved talking to zach about um is he was saying he was kind of trying to transition his streams a little bit from like just gaming content to more like irl stuff and kind of like hiking mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. which i really really like and we, we had a good conversation about how like I really think Twitch is so many people associate Twitch with just gaming, but really it's just like a live streaming mm -hmm. platform to do whatever you want to do with it. Um, do you kind of see yourself kind of going more towards stuff outside of just gaming content on Twitch? I mean, it's, 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 it's hard. Um, like for, for me, I don't like have the, Okay, I guess if I was if I was set up with all the equipment to kind of do like live streaming outside of here, yeah, outside yeah. of this room, <laughs> um, like that would be kind of cool, you know, maybe some like hiking streams, you know, given that you have service and things. But um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Um, maybe maybe not so much IRL things, but but kind of like you said, maybe more music streams or more just like. I wish there was a, a category in Twitch instead of like, maybe not instead of, but in addition to just chatting, there should be a just chilling stream or just yeah. chilling category. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we pretty much just hang um, back and just, what would that be like? Just listen chill. to music and. <laughs> yeah, I guess just listen to music and um, quietly talk about something. Like nice. a coffee shop. <laughs> we need like a coffee shop section. Oh. Dude, that, that would, be, awesome. would be that's brilliant that's brilliant dude that'd be cool and we can all uh have drinks together and talk about aliens and <laughs> the meaning of life and all sorts of right right big crazy topics like that dude we were having like some insane conversations do you remember a few weeks ago about like the simulation theory and everything on your on your stream oh the vr stream yes. yeah dude, i remember that oh yeah oh yeah that was one of my questions i really wanted to ask um how in the world for anybody that doesn't know king fink does like insanely <laughs> cool vr gaming streams where he's like playing games within a game it's really cool how do you do all that like how does that all get put together so it's a um it's kind of like i won't call it a game but i'll just call it like a program or utility where you kind of compile um you know all these different systems together you get the uh the games in a uh very legal way right right of <laughs> course emulation right right not emulation um, <laughs> um you know you get the you get the um 
like the, the covers for the box art, you get the, um, you know, all the system files and everything you need. And you compile it all into this utility and you, you just, you either launch it in VR mode or desktop mode and it, it plops you into a bedroom and lets you kind of design a bedroom how you see fit, you know, so you can put like, Posters. You know, TVs on stacked on TVs and posters, you know, and you can even change like the um, like the the blanket on the bed and the pattern on the pillow. Oh, and man. it's it gets pretty intense. You know, there's a lot of customization with it, but it's um, there's such a weird, surreal feeling about being in VR in a room and going up to a PlayStation and like popping open the disc cover, taking the disc out, yeah. putting a new one in and like closing the lid. Right. Oh man, there's something just insanely wild about that. Um, I will say it is very, very cool indeed. However, I don't think I could ever spend more than about an hour or two hours in, in there playing a game within a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, a little weird. Oh, the strength strain on the eyes and a little yeah. uncomfortable you know and you've got headphones on you got you know uh, a headset on you've got yeah. your controller you know and if, if you're streaming you have a mic in front of you type of thing so it's like you're really bound and and it's it's not very free feeling right <laughs> but it is very fun it is very fun though because i guess if you probably want to play a game you're probably just going to be as comfy and chill and relaxed as possible you know yeah yeah. Whereas yeah, like exactly. within that, it's just more of like an element to the entirety of it. Yeah. Yeah. Not really like a serious, like you want to get down and play a couple hours of this and really yeah. progress, but you kind of want to just like maybe mess around with a little bit, have, you know, a bunch of system uh, systems going at the same, same time. And, you know, just kind of a, just, yeah, more fun than, than anything, I guess, which I guess is really what gaming and, and doing things like that's all about, you know? Absolutely. It's just having fun. Absolutely. Honestly, that's been like the best part about streaming is just like trying to have fun with it. And especially like meeting really cool friends and like building relationships. And um, do you kind of feel similar with, with like your whole process through streaming? Kind of like how, how it's been going, you know, the past year. Like what has been like some of the big highlights for you through streaming? Yeah. So it's... um it's been quite the journey you know i i've only been streaming a year or a little you know maybe a couple months more than a year and i guess i never really i never really thought i would be um, streaming and i never really thought i would be here like in this type of situation talk you know talking to like of course like you but like anybody that i've met from streaming you know and have it be such an impactful part of my life um like when I when I first first started streaming, like, gosh, let me see. This was like um, April, May. It was Final Fantasy VIII, right? Well, see, I actually streamed a little bit before that. Oh, um, okay. I streamed, yeah, yeah. It was um, so I streamed Final Fantasy IX, but at the time, like, I kind of got into streaming then because I wanted to. You know play play some games maybe yeah. make a little bit of cash on the side you know but then <laughs> <laughs> the big reality check came in where it was like well you know nobody's chatting in chat nobody's you know really watching so that's not really a 
a goal that I want to try and go for at that time, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I remember my first chat message I got while I was streaming was a bot. Oh, and no. I was so invested in chatting with this bot. And when I kind of like looked more into it, I was just like, oh, okay. You know, that's okay. Oh, no. So, so I was just like, you know what, maybe this, <laughs> maybe this isn't for me. And I just kind of was like, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll just watch, I'll yeah. just watch Twitch. And then, um, you know, kind of came across a couple people, um, you being one of them, actually, Zeph, you know, and I was just at the time looking for something to watch, some, somebody to watch play a game that, that I really, you know, really love. Um, and I think it was partly watching, uh, watching you play Final Fantasy VIII and really having a, a really positive um, experience interacting with people who are interacting with you playing this game, you know, and, um, you know, just seeing how much fun that you were having, you know. Um, so between that and watching, you know, a couple other of my, you know, uh, buddies kind of do the same thing, you know, interact with people, you know, very positively and getting that, getting that same, uh, same interaction back. Uh, I think, I think you and I, and a lot of other people, when they first start streaming or get on some sort of platform like Twitch or YouTube, that the community that's already established on that platform is going to be just mean and toxic and very unwelcoming. Um, that's the perception, right? <laughs> that is, yeah, that was my perception. You know, when I first started, it's just like, oh God, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to stream because people are going to come in and tell me how bad I am. And that's not the case. You know, that is, sure, you'll get those, you know, uh, those people, you know, they, they come in and either want to poke fun at you for, for the laughs or, or whatever, you know, and you just kind of have to gloss over those. But yeah. I'll say probably 90%, 95% of the interactions that I've had on Twitch has been uh, kind of caught me by surprise as far as like initially thinking that Twitch is going to be full of bullies. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if I could go back in time and tell myself something from a year ago, I think that's probably the, the biggest thing I would tell myself is, you know, not, not to really worry not to really worry about that type of stuff and just do what you like to do and people that also you know like what you like and you know like your cadence and your attitude towards them you know will will you know interact with you and keep coming back you know and interacting with you and i think that's yeah, it's 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 really fun. Um, I'm sorry. What was the question again? <laughs> no, no. You're, I think we're just kind of going off on like kind of like what got you started in streaming and everything. Um, no, literally everything you said, I completely, completely relate to. Um, a big thing I was kind of nervous about with streaming as well was like thinking there was going to be a lot of trolls or very negative people. Same exact thing you were saying. And I've just learned like 95% of people are really, really cool, really positive. They're there to have a good time, to make new friends, to just hang out and watch fun games. It almost feels like, like two people want to be friends, but the way they find each other is the game that you're playing. That kind of is like what brings two people together. So 
no i i, I agree absolutely i agree a thousand percent um i think there's i think it's very telling about a lot of people like especially in nowadays where there's so much polarization and just anger and just hate out there like in, yeah. in the world yeah i feel right like, right i feel like people are really you know there's a lot more good and there's a lot more that we all kind of relate to and there, we have a lot more in common than you know a lot of people you know kind of realize i think so too yeah i i, I totally agree with that 100 percent. i think twitch is a pretty awesome platform and i think you know I, I definitely think youtube in terms of streaming there's a lot of you know maybe better aspects of youtube you know for a lot of streaming on that platform but i think really what brings people to twitch and what keeps people streaming on twitch really is the community you know people like yeah yeah love definitely the community and like whatever community you're in it could be in, in minecraft or souls or final fantasy or you know fortnite or whatever but like each of those pockets have people in it that people love people are excited to see every day and it, like it really totally feels every time i'm streaming every time you're streaming every time we pop in like friends streams like it's like a bunch of friends hanging out throughout the day and you're just like yo king what's going on how's your day how's work how's life what's new yeah dude yeah yeah i i feel that i feel that especially when like you know somebody that you talk to daily you know you you both end up like it, watching the same person you know and and you see somebody you know pop in the chat and you're like you know zach or or zeph or whoever you know it's just like holy shit like this is this is more than just for gaming you yes. know even if even if you're doing it you know even if you're doing like art streams or music streams or whatever it's 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 totally more than that and i think uh people don't maybe maybe recognize that enough where where twitch is really really good platform for like like mental health and you know talking to other people especially in this kind of like weird isolation period in in history you know yeah, what i mean yeah no i totally agree um yeah i i think i think if people wanted to like play music or play games or whatever and just record it and just have it be about the music or just have it be about the art they would just record it and then put it on youtube or Dude. something that that's where yep. twitch comes yeah. in like twitch is all about you know bringing chat bringing the streamer together through whatever medium whether that's mm -hmm. music or a game or, or just chatting or whatever so i a thousand percent yeah and it's it's like you know if i if i want to play a game you know i could just go chill on the couch in my undies and play a game <laughs> hell yeah you know what i mean but it's it's more than that it's it's i want to play a game with other people type of thing i want to play with with whoever wants to come in and watch and talk with me that's why i'm here you know that's why that's why i hit go live you know and that's why i keep hitting go live and you know what i mean it's you know i could i could game in the living room if i wanted to but but i, I want to game here in front of people you know right. in front of friends right right and do you feel kind of like just random question off the top of my head i thought of do you feel like you gravitate towards people playing a game that you have just finished completing or a game like you love mm. like like final fantasy we we're talking about earlier or do you ever kind of look right. like i've never played x game let me go check it out you know yeah that's a really good question zef i think um 
I think the first two points that you you touched on, I, I think I do do that every now and again. I remember um, beating Earthbound and the next day going and looking up Earthbound streamers because I couldn't yeah. get enough. I wanted to watch somebody li relive what I just did type of thing. Um, I think I did that with Final Fantasy VI also. Dude, yeah. Um, and... Um, you know, or or I'll I'll do that with like games that I really like and enjoy, like Final Fantasy VIII. You know, it's how I you know stumbled upon yours just in the the browsing section of Twitch. You know, um, but for the the last point that you you mentioned, um, watching streamers for games that I haven't played or that maybe I'm interested in playing, I think most of the time if if I'm interested in something, I will just watch it on youtube or watch a review on youtube Dude, you know or, i was or, literally gonna say the exact same thing like i mean I, I don't know i don't know i don't know if it's spoilers that i want to avoid or if it's a biased opinion that i want to avoid like if it's their favorite game type yeah. of thing you know um i don't know i don't know I think, like I said, the first two things you had mentioned, uh, watching for, for games you really enjoy and games that you have just recently finished, uh, both check marks for me there. Yeah. I, I, how, about, how about you? I, I definitely agree. I find myself doing the exact same thing. Like when I finished Bloodborne, first thing I did afterwards was, well, first thing I did was watch <laughs> like all the story stuff on YouTube because yeah, 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 yeah. nobody understands the story unless you watch the YouTube videos. <laughs> Um, but yeah, same no, going no. on, going on Twitch, finding people doing like first playthroughs of Bloodborne or first playthroughs of like Last of Us Part Two or, or whatever game I just finished. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, there's also that other section of like my games that I like love to my soul, like course Final Fantasy seven, like that's my heart and soul right there. Like I'll always, always like that is a category on Twitch. I will always follow just to see people's first time playthroughs of it. And oh, for real, man, me too but yeah i feel like games i've like maybe a brand new game that just came out or a game i'm like you know i've been kind of thinking about that one i usually feel like i go to youtube as well maybe just look up reviews or <laughs> yeah. or look up like highlights maybe not highlights because you don't want spoilers but right right dude i wonder how many other people do that now <laughs> i know now you got me thinking yeah yeah i'm gonna ask everybody that <laughs> um right 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 so one question um i did want to ask i think i already kind of know but like what's the longest you've ever streamed i know you've done a 24-hour stream right yeah so yeah it was my um first first affiliated uh stream yes. um i wanted to i wanted to give back you know to to the people who who kind of got me there so you know i wanted to just do a marathon you know and um yeah, I think when I when I ended, I think it was just over 24 hours. Um, my VOD was like split into three because of OBS crashing. Oh yeah, I um, remember. But like, but like the daily summary at the very end was like 24 hours and some odd minutes. And uh, yeah, so that's the longest. That's the longest I've done. You're gonna like remember that forever, right? The 24 hours. Probably, man. Probably. Yeah, that was definitely like one of the the biggest highlights i think of my whole like twitch legacy yeah <laughs> so far <laughs> oh man even my um my, yeah yeah my like 12 hour i did a couple like a week ago dude uh, that i was right. like eight hours in and i'm just like oh my god we got to do four more hours of this 
<laughs> dude yeah yeah i i know what you mean sometimes like i don't know it's weird like sometimes i'll be going for you know four hours and it's just like man i'm having a blast let's 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 keep this up you know and it sometimes it's like i get an hour in and it's just like oh i don't like, know I about wanna, this it's not that i don't want to stream it's just like maybe i don't have the energy or yeah <laughs> the the right mindset or the right attitude at the time you know but but yeah it's sometimes channeling that energy or finding that energy to start streaming is is really hard so i, I totally agree mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i guess i'm kind of fortunate just because i usually stream bright early in the morning so coffee just immediately hits me and it's just like this <laughs> right, will kind right, of right, do right. we'll make it work with this um definitely yeah 24-hour stream, dude. I, I can't even imagine. Zach's done a 24. Ryman's, dude, Ice Beams. Actually, everyone I've done, I've had on the podcast has done a 24-hour. Oh my god, I'm just realizing that. It's uh, it's your turn, man. Oh. Have you ever, have you ever thought of doing a 24-hour, or would you ever, would you ever do one? Um, the only time I would probably potentially maybe do one would probably be like a partner stream, like if we had partner fair that's fair yeah that's a that's a maybe yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i will say um i do want to do the 12 hour charity streams once a month i want to set a goal for myself to do that once every month for like a, a yeah. different charity something that's like related to the month um i haven't announced or talked to anybody about it yet but i know um this is like autism awareness month so i do mm. want to do a charity at the end of the month for to raise awareness for autism for like a really cool charity yeah. so something Dude, like that's that. awesome Dude, charity streams are so much fun there's so much hype um yeah yeah you've actually kind of um kind of uh, inspired me a little bit not to necessarily do like charity streams um mm -hmm. i think i don't know for for me it feels like you know i don't i don't stream enough to kind of and i know it doesn't like matter in the end how much how much money you pull for you know for right. for charity but right. You know, I feel like I just I don't stream enough to to really uh, pull in you know a ton of people to do that. But not true. Um, we will get any... you there. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But I I haven't said anything anything yet. So um, I think this 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 will come out in like what a week or two or so. Yeah, uh, about ten days from now, next Saturday. Cool. Okay, so so by then it shouldn't be like a secret or anything. But I've actually. Um, and it's nothing it's nothing over the top or, or or crazy good or anything but um through the stream elements website you can actually um like open a merch store and kind of get merch generated you know and um right now i have a like a mug a shirt a hoodie tank top you know all this like cool yes. stuff and 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 you can adjust like the pricing and things on it to where you get like very minimal very minimal profit, you know, and that that's kind of where mine is sitting right now. But I, I think I'm going to maybe every two or three months or, or just whenever we get any anything in that kind of um, uh, pool of money from people buying merch, I think I'm just going to push that all towards charity. You know, I don't think I'm going to even, um, you know, take anything, you know, because it's, I don't know. I, I, I want to give back more than just like, more than just streaming or doing funny things you know with channel points i want to do like something good you know for for people so 
Hell yeah, dude. That is super, super cool. I, I literally, when you were talking, right when you said merch, I'm like, Annie and Oliver mugs? Coffee mugs? Yeah, dude. Yes. I can't wait for you to see it. I can't wait for you to see it. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I think that's super cool, man. Especially like putting it towards charity. I, I love when I hear, when I talk to people and they, they think of, you know, YouTube or Twitch or these like platforms as a way to do good and to give back to, you know, maybe those less fortunate or maybe those that are in a more difficult circumstance. So dude, hearing that is really, really, really cool, King. Oh yeah. And I'm excited for the, I'm excited <clears throat> for the bugs, man. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on the 20, when we were talking about the 24 hour stream, I know you had mentioned mm -hmm. like you pretty much just played Final Fantasy seven, a randomized version of it, right? From start to finish. That was pretty right. much the 24. Yeah, that was my intention. Um, but uh, dude, with that randomizer, there was so many like soft locks and crashes that happened. Yeah. I think my save file at the end of the stream was only 15 hours. Ooh. So that means, right, that I must have spent eight to nine hours troubleshooting during yeah. the night, you know? And it's just like, oh my gosh. You got to Rocket Town, right? Yeah, I just got the tiny Bronco and then I I I parked it, saved it, I quit, and I haven't been back to that save file since. <laughs> You're like this save file is cursed. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Dude, um if you uh, were going to do another 24, do you think playing one game from start to finish is the best route or maybe doing like every 2 or 3 hours play a different game or I think that was that's probably a better way to go is to really just mix it up. Um you know, when you're doing one game for 24 hours, um, at least at least me, I got to the point where I didn't really care what was happening in game. I just yeah. was mashing X and just kind of trying to get through it, you know, yeah. and I think mixing it up a little would probably keep you a little bit more with it, maybe alert during the uh, during the night. Um, just just I don't know. Spicing it up a little bit, I think, is a very smart thing to do during a 24. Yeah, I kind of realized that like a week ago with the 12 hour when I was like eight hours through it and I, I or nine hours and we're still playing Final Fantasy 10. And I love Final <laughs> Fantasy 10. It's a great game, but I'm just like, my brain does not want to pay attention to this or like doesn't care about it. Like, and then when wifey came yeah, in, we started doing Animal Crossing. I'm like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> yeah, please save me. Please save me. Um, Does Breezy have any interest in jumping into streaming or anything like that? I know she did Bioshock for a minute or two, right? Yeah, she was really like, really kind of keen on the idea of, you know, because she would see like, you know, Zach and I do it and you do it and I do it. And, you know, all these people that we watch have so much fun, yeah. you know, doing this. And, uh, you know, she wanted to give it a shot, you know, not like it would be like a, um, a routine thing, but just to, you know, dip her feet in the water, see how yeah. it is. And um, she had fun. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of fun. She said that she was she was shaking at the end, you know, yeah. with excitement. <laughs> so, um, you know, I she I think she did enjoy it, but I think just um, kind of putting herself out there is a little bit um, just made her maybe a little anxious, you yeah. know. I, like I I was um, 
I saw my buddy Super Mergentroid post something on Twitter earlier today about something like that. Like every time you press the go live button, like for pretty much everybody, there's probably some sense of anxiety, you know, some more than others, I'm sure. But like you're putting yourself out there for the entire internet to just pop on in and good, like big things could happen. Nothing could happen and pretty much everything in between. Right. Well, well, two things, you know, I have to, to, to add to that. Um, you know, Bree's first stream, dude, she hit, or she, okay. I, I didn't mean to say she hit, she got like three or four raids. You know, she, I think her average viewer, um, count was like 11 at the end of her first stream. Nice. And it's just like, you know, that's, yes, that's very, very, very exciting. But as somebody's first stream, I think it might've been a little bit too much like too much uh, like chat overload you yeah. know and um because like everyone um, over here second... is all like breezy 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 you're streaming and <laughs> exactly. she's like so much is going on yeah and i remember her saying like keeping up with chat was really really tough you know when it was just like flowing after the raids yeah. it's just like what do i do who do i who do i reply to and you know it's like, do I play the game? Do I, it's like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I but think... the, uh, the second thing you had mentioned as far as like feeling, feeling nervous or, or anxious before hitting that go live button. Um, man, I was thinking about this the other day and it's like, I, I definitely feel that, that same, like weird kind of like ball of nervousness that you have in your chest, you know? And, um, I will say, you know, it is the same type of feeling before you go like out on a like a music stage. Just gonna you know? ask that. Yeah, it's the same like same feeling, the same like adrenaline, and you're just so like, all right, this is it, this is it. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's it's a it's a kind of a scary kind of a scary feeling, but a good feeling too. Yeah, definitely those nerves for sure. Um, which like. I don't know people that people that like can have streamed for years or streamed like a super long time and still mm. consistently do it mm -hmm. I'm, like i'm sure it's easier but i don't know i feel like they're i, I don't want to psych myself out from it but like you know when you get like hundreds of viewers or thousands of viewers whoa yeah right. that's that's a whole well, other level there was just this recent um event or something with no man's sky had did you see that i think siata was doing that right yeah and like i don't know if it was just a, a community thing but um i think ziata um one of one of our other close friends uh jan pretzels um oh yeah, yeah I know she was she was i think they were both hit with like raids of 100 200 plus people and you know for a good week straight i remember seeing jan's like viewer count over 200 and she's you know she's the type of person who is like maybe 20 or 30 people and it's just like yeah. holy crap jan yeah and um you know so excited for her but you could see like this look on her face just of like excitement but almost almost like almost, almost stress you know what i mean it's <laughs> just like there's so many people here and i can tell even if i don't have my my viewer count on and it's like man i don't know how if i was ever hit with a big raid like that man i don't know how i would handle myself you know yeah um 
yeah it, it's whenever people get raided it's it's so fascinating seeing like how they react because some people are just like oh mm -hmm, we got raided mm -hmm. like hi welcome in and other people are like freaking out and they freak out <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's one of the best things about twitch though is like everybody's stream is different every person is different everybody reacts different you know some people mm. like what whatever you do like subs bits raids hosts like everybody kind of reacts different which makes it so i don't know really it makes it really fun to see you know the personality it does you know just um yeah there's just there's so many different streams on twitch you know so many just variety you know it's 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 kind of refreshing not gonna lie you know yeah and that's the cool thing like you could jump in one person's stream and you know jump in someone else's and someone else's and you know just through like multiple streams you can get all sorts of different vibes you know some better some worse but it's there's yeah all. yeah um totally just had a brain fart right there <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah what so what i was just gonna ask um because when we we're talking about 24-hour streaming final fantasy 7 but mm -hmm. kind of similar to that what's been the best game you have streamed um since you've been on twitch is there a particular one where you're like this was so much fun Ooh. to play right yeah let's see let's see um yeah earth i think earthbound was yeah. a really really fun one um i wouldn't say it's like my favorite game it's you know it's it, it's it's a, it's a nostalgic one for sure yeah. um it has its you know it has its cons it has a ton of pros obviously but i think that's the one where like i don't know i just felt like i had the most fun playing you know i don't know if it was just the the element of chat kind of in that moment of time that kind of just slice you know of time where i was playing that game um or if it was a mix between like chat reacting to the game or, or reacting to me or just uh yeah i don't know probably earthbound um that's technically mother one right uh i think mother two mother two is there mother one and then earthbound's technically mother two but there is like an actually titled mother three right yeah mother three uh is a um region exclusive to japan um and so there's like fan translations you know that have come out and um but yeah earthbound beginnings i think is mother one and then earthbound is mother two and then uh just mother three gotcha, i think gotcha. yeah earthbound was earthbound in the states and mother two in japan gotcha gotcha um i've never played any of them but they look like they have such a huge fan base behind them what a time yeah yeah you should you definitely should man they're they're like are they jrpgs kind of like final fantasy i've seen some gameplay and they look really easy but deceivingly easy maybe oh. <laughs> deceivingly maybe <laughs> yeah um i would say they're like a jrpg with a heavy like western influence mm -hmm. um like it's totally like like one of the the main characters weapons in earthbound is a baseball bat you know interesting and um yeah it's like um very yeah very western cultured like npcs and, and things like that just the whole atmosphere of the game um so yes jrpg but not in the traditional like setting i guess 
gotcha gotcha kind of like like what they would think a western jrpg kind of would be like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah honestly that's like the best thing is is when you see like i don't know like other cultures and what they would think western culture would be like or <laughs> my favorite yeah, is like yeah. when other countries what they think american culture would be like and i'm like you're kind of not right. wrong but we're <laughs> yeah, kind of not yeah, wrong it's, always, it's so fun to see like i don't know that other like perspective you know what i mean it's 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 fun to see dude i i, I love laughing like looking in the mirror and laughing at myself and like i dude me too like i do not take myself seriously at all i take what i do seriously i take you know my like position with, with yeah. streaming and creating content all that super seriously but like i will be the first to laugh at myself or or joke at myself and it's i, I kind of wish dude. more people were <laughs> like that you know yeah i'm i'm there with you man um yeah, you, you got to be able to laugh at yourself, you know, you got to be able to. Some people take themselves too seriously, especially on Twitch. Sometimes you pop into the chats and you're like, this person is like, yeah. they really take themselves seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, but that's one of the best things about Twitch is just the variety and everything. Um, Kind of on that with variety, I really have been wanting to ask, can you explain the whole story about the Skyrim chicken? kind of thing dude yeah i would love to <laughs> i would love to explain that <laughs> do so, it go for um, it um i don't i know you've never played skyrim um but uh for the pc release you can um you can open up your it's like a uh a console window that that opens up and allows you to like put in cheats and things like that you know cheat codes and yeah uh like mods and so i i got this uh or different than mods <laughs> kind of different than mods it's like you can add like a thousand gold to your pocket or like gotcha. 500 potions type cheat of thing codes. um yeah essentially cheat codes yeah. and um i found this program that would um it would watch my my twitch chat for uh specific commands and then once it saw that specific command uh i.e exclamation point cheese oh, no. <laughs> it would it would pause my game, open up the console, and paste in the command where it would spawn, geez, I don't know, 200 cheese wheels at my location. And so somebody would type that in, and within seconds, cheese is just exploding out of the ground. Dude, and what? uh Yeah, yeah. Okay. So so that was that's the story behind that. I think there was um someone typed a, in a chicken? chicken command. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> because I think that was your that was your profile picture for a minute, right? No, I think it was your yeah, channel trailer. Yeah, was yeah. it your channel trailer? The little it clip is my of channel it? trailer currently. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yep. I, I've watched it like m maybe really like twenty times, and I was just Dude. like, I don't get <laughs> so... it, but you don't need to get it to be able to giggle at it, right? <laughs> right. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> kind of like off that a little bit. Do you like where do you kind of see twitch channel and everything and like where you want to take it within the next six to 12 months like kind of going down more of maybe music streams maybe some mods kind of streams um yeah that's a tough question man that's a really tough question um 
you know, thinking back to like when I was in a band and stuff, I never like considered myself. I mean, obviously I was, um, I guess still am, but like never really considered myself a musician type of thing. Um, and even like now I, I, I have a hard time considering myself like a content creator and I'm like almost, I'm almost there where I'm like accepting that I'm a, a streamer. You know what I mean? I never thought I would be a streamer. Like I always like this past year, like, yeah, I stream, but I guess I'm a streamer now. <laughs> you are definitely <laughs> you know? a streamer. And, oh, and yeah. so to look, you know, to like use my like mind's eye and like look into the future six, six to 12 months. It's like, I don't know, man, these, these past six to 12 months have been so you know, up, up and also down, you know, um, you know, not going to lie there, there have yeah. been some kind of some down points, um, with, with streaming, um, more, more up than down, but it's, yeah, it's weird to see or to think of what's going to happen, you know, in the, in the next six months or eight months or a year or two years or 10 years. Right. You know what I mean? You know, so it's, it's not like I have plans on like, quitting or continuing i think it's just i want to do um you know what i what i really enjoy and um and have fun doing it you know and if it's if if the time comes where you know where it's time to you know hang up hang up my hat and you know toss in the towel then you know it, it, it'll come but for the foreseeable future i think it's just really going to be kind of like we mentioned earlier just kind of like uh just chilling streams <laughs> yeah you know just listening to music playing some you know maybe some relaxing games just uh you know a place where people can can come and hang out after work and just leave a lurk and just watch you know or listen from the background and uh you know, I, I don't really want my stream to turn into something where I have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of viewers or 10,000 followers or like, you know, I think at that point I would really have to reconsider my my current like employment, you know, job, you know, yeah. like if I was getting that type of exposure and attention it's, and especially if I was getting that much where I could consider applying for partner. Um, I would really have to sit down and, and, you know, think to myself and talk with my, you know, with myself and Bree to kind of like, you know, is this, is this actually going to work? You yeah. know, you know, and it's kind of like, do you, do you jump out of the bird's nest knowing that you might not be able to fly? Do you, you know, or do you stay in the nest where it's, where it's safe? Right. You know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to think and it's hard to, it's hard to know what well, you do. Well, you don't know, I guess, I guess nobody does know, you know, right. Part of that is what's so exciting is jumping out and, and you might be able to fly and you might be able to make it work, but you know, there's, there's that fear of, you know? Yeah, definite. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are scared of failure. I think a lot of people are scared of just like trying something different and putting themselves out there and being vulner vulnerable and it's just not working out, you know? 
Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot to that where people are fearful of not being successful type of thing. And it, it's, you know, I, I say if you have any inclination or desire or curiosity about playing in a band or streaming or or singing or acting or whatever, I say just just do it and try it you know the worst thing that can happen is that you say you tried something and it just never you know just didn't work out um but i will say those those years that i was playing in a band mm -hmm. you, you know we may have you know never been signed or anything like that but those were definitely i will say the most memorable parts of my entire life hands down mm, and yeah. i am I am glad. I'm glad that I did what I did. You know, I'm glad that I played music and everything, you know, in front of, you know, people at gigs and stuff. Even though I'm not now, I'm I am stoked that I did that. So do you feel like you could ever do it again part time, maybe, and kind of like touch back into it a little bit? I think it would be extremely different. Um Hmm. Yeah, that's that's tricky. I think it would be different because the the like the genre and the the atmosphere and environment that I was playing in was probably nothing. Not hmm, how do I say this? Probably isn't something that I would probably return to as I'm getting older. You know, um, sure, there's there's guys you know in their fifties and sixties still playing like metal and hardcore, but yeah, yeah few very few you know you can't you, you can't get in the mosh pit at 60. yeah okay some people can i guess some people could right i mean they, i'm sure there's someone who's you know 70 years old head banging and and going wild dude but they're so the exception not ever, the like, rule exactly exactly um but yeah i think if i were to ever return it'd probably just be um not on the same scale. I wouldn't want it to be on the same scale, you know, because I, I feel like my that little that window of opportunity is probably closed for me. But still being able to to do that hobby and enjoy myself, that'll never that'll never close. You know what I mean? So it's a possibility. Possibility. Dude, I think doing some kind of like YouTube stuff would be really cool, honestly. Or 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 using Twitch to like play cover songs you know maybe like with you listening to the music mm -hmm. and you playing like a bass version or guitar version of the song I think that'd be dude cool. yeah so um so how about you you said you were starting to maybe focus a little bit more on on uh, youtube stuff have you got anything in the works that you know you're you're comfortable uh sharing um, I've been working a little bit on some some outlines for some video projects that I've been doing um I want to use my youtube channel to create like content that helps people um actually take the steps to be able to live stream to be able to make mm -hmm. like content um essentially giving like tips and tricks and advice on things that i've learned over the past year of streaming and you know maybe some good pieces of wisdom that could help some people out um i haven't totally yeah. i haven't filmed start to finish like created a single one yet but i do have a couple outlines and that's probably something i'm going to be working on here in the next few days um i guess the, the zefcast like the show the podcast i've been doing that i i will mm -hmm. i won't say that's been my primary focus it's more it's more of like a piece of the pie um but people have been liking them like i got a lot of good feedback from yeah man ryman yeah. interview from zach um ice beams is going to be out in a couple days I'm really excited Dude, that's for exciting it. that's uh, exciting um 
it's interesting i feel like i've kind of taken pieces from my life that like i really enjoy doing like because i love watching youtube videos on entrepreneurship and productivity and like creating things um and i love podcasts i love streaming mm -hmm. it's like everything i'm like really into i kind of want to like try my own version at um yeah so yeah, yeah. But no, dude, I think that's, I think that's really nice. Really good. I will definitely say, um, I had a really, I haven't, I, I haven't even told my family yet. Um, but I guess this will be coming out in like a week and a half, but I did put in my two right. weeks. I did put in my two weeks today at oh. work. So after nine Congrats. years with the same company, I'm finally leaving. Wow. Um, wow, man. <laughs> I'm really nervous. Well, really congrats. Excited. Congratulations. You know what? That's that's good that you're nervous. You know, that's good. Um, you know, it's it's something that's a huge been a huge part of your daily life for the past, you know, almost decade, dude. Yeah. So being yeah, being nervous, being um excited, that's good. That's good. It's like a whirlwind of emotions, not gonna lie. I, I like even coming home today, I'm just like like I, I was telling my Dude. wife and everything and I'm just like, I don't know how to feel. Like, I mean, I'm excited, but just it's so unknown, you know? Yeah. That feeling of, of leaving a job where it's like, this is the last time I will be walking out of these doors dressed in this uniform, you know, and it's, it's a weird feeling, you know? Um, I've never been at one job for for that amount of time, but um, there's been a few jobs where it's been it's been kind of kind of hard to leave, you know. And it's not it's not because like it was hard because I loved the job. It was hard because you know the the, my coworkers and you know um, just never the possibility of never seeing them again. You know, it's uh, it can be scary. It can be scary for sure. It's weird because like at least on my current location that I work at, a lot of my coworkers and I kind of don't some of us kind of get along, but some of us are just not, you know, we're just there kind of with each other more so than anything. You're a team. You're a team. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like it's like it's it's yeah, I mean, some of these people, you know, I've seen more than I see my wife at home sometimes, see family. You're just yeah, like, yeah, it really yeah. is like a second family. The, the culture of the work, it's it's going to be weird. But like, I'm very excited to not have to deal with I, I work in the telecommunications, like cell phone stuff. So there's a big part of me that's very excited <laughs> to not have to deal with uh, cell phone stuff anymore, hopefully. So so were you more in sales or like uh, troubleshooting? Uh, I was the person in the store in sales. So like if you walked in and wanted to pay your bill or I would have this old phone, okay. want to get a new one, I was the person he talked to. Um, but like, I don't want to at all Man. rag on anything about my job because like there's been a lot of good things about it. But my God, there's been there's a lot of things I'm, I'm very excited for. Um, yeah, yeah. I will definitely say I, I I still am like open to the possibility of getting some like state or like work at home remote stuff. But I really feel like for at least six months, I really want to go full time with with Twitch, with YouTube, just dive into it, give it everything I got. Um, maybe even longer than that. Like wifey's super supportive and she's like, you know, if you want to spend a year doing it because it's 
like YouTube especially is a very slow growing thing but once it gets mm -hmm. going once mm -hmm. the train starts rolling like big things can come from it so yeah it's this is I, I don't even know what to say <laughs> <I'm> excited <laughs> no man that's um that is very exciting you know and and good on you you know good on you for making that that really really hard life decision you know and um and jumping out of the you know proverbial bird nest you know yeah. and uh Hoping and, to fly. and taking that 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 chance yeah man yeah and i think you know not having the distraction of um you know oh okay i gotta i gotta get ready for work in this amount of time i can only stream for this amount of time gotta go to bed at this certain time to be up at this time to go to work at this time yeah. it's just like i think with that distraction out of your out of your head i think um I think you'll be able to focus like you know more on more on what you want to do you know so that's um like i said good on you man that's that's very good <laughs> no I, I really appreciate it um it's it, I, yeah it's it's gonna be so exciting so nervous um like i feel like i don't know i feel like we got plenty of stuff kind of in the background like wifey and i mm -hmm. have have good savings really good finances so like she's going to be still be working so like money wise we should be okay it's just more of the it's going to be like a next chapter you know it's going to be so wild Dude, totally yeah yeah just think just think you walking you walking out of your store today was was the last page in that chapter you know to to flip over right, right. and uh you know I, I was gonna say tomorrow when you wake up it's gonna be a brand new chapter but i guess i guess maybe in like two weeks Right weeks, after yeah. after everything's done and over with type of thing. I guess it'll be interesting going to work now, just like walking in and be like, Ooh. "I'm walking Ooh. on sunshine." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Hmm. That will be interesting. That will be interesting. I hope they. I hope they continue to treat you well, you know, and yeah. I hope they don't, uh, you know, do whatever you know because they're upset that you know such a such an integral part of their team is is taken off you know I, I guess just trying to leave with as good a bridge not burning anything just being as positive and like like i appreciate the opportunity and you guys have been amazing trying to be more that way you know absolutely yeah that's that's yeah yeah i you know i think i i don't think i've ever left a job where it's like you know i cause a bunch of ruckus or chaos right before i leave you know and um as much as i maybe would have liked to yeah um it's it's good to keep those uh those bridges intact <laughs> right you never know when you need to call someone ask for a reference or Dude, anything yeah exactly exactly you never know you never know um let's see so one question i just wrote before we kind of started this i thought this would be a really good one what game would cost 1 billion channel points for you to play on stream aka the worst game for you to play live any that come to mind immediately first thing that comes to mind is fortnite oh yes um, <laughs> <laughs> um you know i think i would rather play like barbie race and ride or something over fortnite um i don't know man i don't know um to be okay yeah yeah i probably probably fortnite, probably fortnite um but a million channel points that's uh 
man, I feel like I need to play something worse. <laughs> Honestly, you know? I feel I've never played Fortnite, but I feel like the cons just the concept of like a battle royale of getting like your friends together in an arena. It's like a, a death match to the last one standing. I feel like that's mm -hmm. a really cool idea. I think it's just more the name, the brand, the community, maybe a Fortnite that oh, kind of yeah. gets yeah. some people off a little bit. We'll we'll see when they first like announced Fortnite. Um, this is going to sound silly, but I was, I was stoked. Yeah. I was stoked on it because it was like a, um, kind of like a base so, sort of like a base building kind of tower defense ish building um, right co-op co-op shooter you know with your friends and uh dude that sounded really fun and then i think a few months or maybe like a month or so before the actual release date they they released the br the the battle royale version for free and I think once that came out, I think Fortnite's main focus was on their battle royale rather than their like main main game, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, I have played Fortnite. I've played like an hour of it, mm -hmm. and it really just is <laughs> not my thing. It's yeah. really not my thing, and even and even more so now. It's just like yeah it's it's way back in my uh priority list um do you like the concept of like battle royales or just like fortnite specifically just not into hmm um battle royales i think are not a bad um game type or, or genre of game uh i think there for a while there was a lot of companies coming out with battle royales um and it was kind of like i feel kind of a a trend to do almost um i've played a couple battle royales and i mean they're okay you know i i think it i don't know maybe maybe i'm just not a a big fan of of battle royale genres um but yeah i have i have played like um fallout 76 kind of has a battle royale game mode um and I played that, you know, uh, a little bit. Um, PUBG was another one that was kind of big when it first came out. Um, I've played that a little bit with with mm -hmm. some friends, and it was fun. Um, but it just never, it never latched onto me the way that it did for a lot of people. You yeah. Know? Now, what if your favorite game of all time? Don't what say it. it. What if they turn that into a battle royale? <laughs> what did um, you think of that when you saw that? The Final Fantasy VII battle royale. What is it? First Soldier, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You're like, the, who greenlit this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like the the okay the idea of like the first soldier type of thing, like the idea of it, I think is pretty cool. I mm -hmm. think it's pretty cool, but. Oh man, I am so like, I'm going to just try and block it out from my, <laughs> my memory. Honestly, I'll probably try it. I'll probably try it and I'll probably hate it and probably try it more and more until yeah. I like it. Honestly, but, um, when I first saw it, the yeah. first thing that popped in my head was like, they were probably trying to create a battle Royale game and they needed something to stick to it. That would like get people's attention, like, like an IP. And what's their most popular mm -hmm. IP right mm -hmm. now? Probably Final Fantasy VII. 
um totally i just i feel like it would have been better just right away i think it would it could have been better if it was more just like final fantasy the series battle royale versus like final fantasy 7 mm -hmm. like if if it was like mall bros over whoa. there or chocobos whoa. or cactars you know and you were right, still maybe right. like like humans or characters fighting each other doing that thing but like i don't know when i see like midgar in it and i'm like i don't know i think it would have been cooler if it was hmm. just more final fantasy ish rather than just final fantasy 7. i agree you know if it was um yeah not revolving around seven's universe um kind of in a new maybe not like a whole new fleshed out world but just like a generic know, final uh, fantasy Ivalice, maybe you know Ivalice or something and you're just yeah riding chocobos around shooting Dude. Marlboros or cactars or, or or whatever you know um kind of just like a a general final fantasy br rather than final fantasy 7 right BR. right <laughs> um I think that yeah, good cool. news though um ever crisis i don't know if you saw um they're gonna be uh releasing it for free <gasps> oh that's the that's the like episodic one right uh yeah kind of the like chibi remake yes uh what do you think of that remaster i okay so when i first saw it i was super excited because that's kind of the style of remake that I was looking forward to um, as far as Final Fantasy VII, you yeah. know? Um, it, it feels a lot closer to the original. And then the addition of like Dirge of Cerberus, uh, Crisis Core. Advent Children. Um, Advent Children, that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting to, to see how they how they rework Advent Children. Mm -hmm. um, so so all that together you know i was i was very very excited i think i was more excited for ever crisis than i was for the yuffie dlc <laughs> probably same <laughs> and, actually uh, dude and i was just thinking to myself like okay they're probably probably gonna charge like 30 bucks for each like chapter of the the episodic release or whatever mm -hmm. and then i i heard that they're releasing it for free but getting their um revenue from from loot boxes uh, I was kind of torn because yeah. of the whole loot box and gambling thing. I'm not super keen on, but dude, I will take I will take a free Final Fantasy VII Chibi remaster any day of the week. Honestly, I, I feel like the look of it looked so cool, like the Chibi style and everything. I super am like I'm so into this. When I saw the battle system, I was like, this is I don't know about the battle system. It looks like like og final fantasy 7 and then you get in a battle and it's like final fantasy 7 remake with crisis yeah. core slot thing i don't know it's funky that's that's what has me too yeah and like i know it's just the trailer um mm -hmm. but like but you see Aerith in the party you know right. when you're fighting guard scorpion and it's just like wait a minute that's that's not how this game works right? <laughs> i think i actually um read a translation from the director of it that was talking about there's going to be like battle room simulators essentially where you can bring in like Aerith mm. or red 13 or cloud or like vincent and then you can oh. battle guard scorpion or ultima weapon you can like face off against the bosses individually so maybe that's what that was i i yeah okay that that makes a lot more sense definitely <laughs> you want to know something that's pretty mind-blowing to think about though did you know in the original Final Fantasy VII, like 1996 demo, 
the very first demo of the game that I can't remember what game it, it appeared with, but the first demo of it was the bombing mission and it had Cloud, mm. Barrett, and Aerith in the bombing mission. Really interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Aerith was in the very- the bombing, oh, okay, okay, in the beginning. In the very beginning. So they're running through the Mako reactor, doing everything as normal, but Aerith is randomly in the party. Super weird. Interesting. Yeah, I was watching a, um, like a Final Fantasy VII iceberg video. I don't know if you've seen any of those iceberg videos on, on YouTube at all, but it's kind of just like, going like starting with basic knowledge you know with like the tip tip of the iceberg and oh. kind of like more and more like maybe like not so well-known facts about the game you know and um one of the things on there is when you are parachuting back into midgar at the end of the game mm -hmm. um they had planned to kill yes. off every one of the of the characters except for your your Heart. like yeah yeah your party three main three. party and uh it was nomura man, what a different game mm -hmm, it mm -hmm, was tetsuya mm -hmm. nomura that told everyone like no that we're not gonna do that like we need to keep <laughs> yeah, everyone alive yeah. I, oh man yeah. i think i was reading like an interview with him when he, him and like the other the other directors of ff7 there was like three or four of them in a room and he was like mentioning that like you were gonna kill off all of the characters except cloud yeah, and two others yeah and they're like yeah wait we were Wait, we were going to do that? <laughs> yep, yep. I, I kind of think that could have been, I don't know. That could have been pretty cool, though. In a, in Dude, a, yeah. In a sad in way. A weird way. <laughs> in a weird way. It, it would almost give like a Final Fantasy VI, like World of Ruin yeah. feel to it, where like you just, you, you get, you know, conscious or whatever again, and it's just you, and you have to find the rest of your, uh, your party and... I love it's, stuff uh, like that though. Like I love when the bad guy wins. I, I love when oh, that, that's why yeah, yeah. spoiler alert for everyone who doesn't who hasn't seen Final Fantasy seven, <gasps> but the whole Aerith death scene, I'm going to be so heartbroken Whoa. if they do something in remake to kind of change that because like, I really feel like Aerith dying had so much impact on what came later in the story. And even at the end of remake, like when all these characters you thought died, didn't really die i'm like i feel like that cheapens oh them gosh. a little bit much you know you're saying that and i'm getting chills <laughs> i mean like i love me some bigs and wedge and jesse and all of them like they're great but i'm like part of what made them so awesome was their finite amount of time in the beginning and then they're gone yeah you know yeah yeah same with zach yeah I, same with zach i dude oh my gosh that's gonna be i don't know I am hoping for the best for Final Fantasy VII Remake Part right. Two, Three, Four, Five, however many they're gonna make. But sadly, I'm I'm expecting the worst. Yeah, you know, I'm I am gonna buy it even if it's terrible. I'm gonna play it even if it's terrible. But you know, I don't want to just get myself so excited for for something that I've been kind of in the back of my mind waiting for for the past twenty years to just disappoint me. You know hopefully you know knock on wood yeah that doesn't happen but you know geez do you think it's so, actually yeah. a remake or do you think it's a sequel to advent children have you have mm. you heard those theories I, I haven't i haven't um you want me to tell I you i think that it's uh 
do it yeah do it it's been it's been a long time since i've seen advent children but um i know once you start talking about it it'll it'll click back with me so there's there's a lot of theories that the only characters in final fantasy 7 remake who actually really are like in the meta and know what's going on is sephiroth and Aerith. both of them are like previous versions of themselves through the live stream and somehow <laughs> sephiroth is like combined with the live stream he's done something to change time and that's where these ghosts are kind of like the fate ghosts or whatever are coming up because from what someone was saying is like imagine every time you play a video game over again and over again and new game new game new game like it's this world just cycling over again over and over and what if sephiroth Weird. found a way to get out of that loop and he's going into this new game and he's that's why sephiroth appears in the beginning that's why sephiroth is tampering with stuff um not because he was there the whole time but because this is a new final fantasy 7 like replay and this sephiroth has been through advent children been through og7 and he's like i know i die i know all of this happens i know earth saves the planet with holy from meteor i'm gonna change all of this this time wow it's kind of like a back to the future Ooh. like back to the future 2 essentially dude we just watched back to the future 2 like the other night yeah and wow that what you just said is a lot to think about like a lot of like fourth wall type of like breaking you know when you That's go nuts. through when you go through and play if you go through and play like og remake again with that thought like sephiroth and Aerith are the only two who are not like really sephiroth and Aerith in this game they're like past like they've been through this before kind wow. of thing and they're out of the meta they know what's going on it totally clicks and you see why sephiroth is doing what he's doing because he's he's trying to like right. poke cloud and poke the fates a little bit to like if you go over a little bit over this way, maybe I won't die at the end kind of thing. Like uh, mm. when you drop mm. the rock in the pond, the butterfly effect, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Imagine if they get to like part two or whatever, or three or, or, or whatever. One of the parts where something mm. crazy, you know, typically would happen like... Um, like summoning meteor. Geez well that yeah yeah <laughs> um but even like um i don't know like um junon firing their their cannon into what is it diamond weapon or one of the weapons Saf um i think sapphire right know, maybe maybe it was sapphire i think you're right yeah yeah because yeah he was blue wasn't he um but just changing a huge part in the story and that's kind of where like everybody realizes like oh this is a this is a different game. Yeah. This is not, you know, I don't know. That might be, I don't know. I wouldn't be too keen on it. Um, but it would be really interesting to play through it with like a different, different uh, chain of events that happen, you know, so what retelling. So what a Final Fantasy seven remake. It's not really a remake of Final Fantasy seven, but it's Sephiroth trying to remake his story. Oh, yeah, Dude, yeah. The more I read about <laughs> this, right. the more I'm like, I mean, I'm not usually one to go down like fan theories or anything, but I'm like, there's mm -hmm. when I went through and replayed Final Fantasy VII Remake again, I'm like, there is a lot of stuff sprinkled here that really feels like it connects like that. 
That's interesting to think about. That's really interesting. I never, I've never heard of that. Um, now I want to replay seven, remake. right? <laughs> right, because because I mean, can, canonically, that's the canonically. However, the word is, it would go like OG seven. I'll accept it. <laughs> it would go like Crisis Core, OG seven, Advent Children, Dirge of Cerberus, and then Final Fantasy seven mm. remake, like in the whole timeline. Ooh right right and, and the only huh. one who's like been through all of it really is sephiroth so pretty much the story of all of this is sephiroth's story very very interesting right? you've got my you've got my mind thinking I, I it's really it was really interesting reading through like it was like um it was like a book on reddit i swear this guy posted but it was just like just imagine every time when we're talking about simulation theory and everything but he's like every time you load up that game you're going to play and you click brand new game this whole world inside this video game is just starting all over again and just everyone's kind of progressing as they normally would but there's one character that is out of it knows what's going on and is there to you know mess stuff up yeah you know that's almost like <clears throat> it's almost like a has kind of like a bloodborne vibe you know where you like you just continuously cycle through this never-ending loop new game pretty plus. much you know what i mean yeah yeah and even the uh, uh i guess spoilers for anybody that hasn't played <laughs> spoiler <laughs> but like alert. the ending of yeah the ending of bloodborne where it's like you know you can like choose to um by garman or like, be reawoken you know basically as like a new hunter and uh you know, and then your old, your old body, the old hunter or whatever turns mm -hmm. into, you know, like Garman pretty much. And, uh, it's wild. It's wild. So stuff I, like that really like, yeah, makes me, makes me really think, you know what I mean? So I actually had a whole second playthrough of Bloodborne that I was playing on my PS4 out in the living room. And I actually literally just beat that last night <laughs> oh so oh, congrats nice so nice. um well i had done. i had to do the um what was it the the moon the moon presence oh, and garmin again mm -hmm. so i technically didn't get any of the other two endings that i did on my like stream playthrough because of course you want to fight the moon presence but mm -hmm. same I mean, yeah yeah same thing like beat it credits rolled and everything oh my god that game has like amazing music like i don't think i ever realized mm -hmm. how good the music was when i was streaming because i was like so focused yeah. into it same man <laughs> but like new game plus started everything happened woke up and i i looked over at um at wifey and i'm like i have a feeling like what if the hunter's getting the blood transfusion and that knocks the hunter out and then the rest of bloodborne is just a nightmare is just he's sleeping and it's all a dream it's all a nightmare yeah. and then when he wakes up see it. you know kind of carries on about his day huh that's yeah that's interesting um there's another game that's uh i think it's called we happy few or yeah i think it's called we happy few and it's kind of this weird like kind of a bioshocky vibe like a bioshock infinite type of vibe um but but i think it's the government gives everybody like happy pills type of thing and your character stops taking those pills and they start to see what the world is actually like and you know um i think in one scene you go to a birthday party or something 
and everybody's you know eating cake, diving in, and and your pills start to wear off or something, and you notice that the cake is actually like pretty morbid, but like entrails and just like pretty pretty intense stuff. Interesting. Um, but yeah, kind of like a weird like facade that's you know. I guess just over everybody's eyes in the world. It's it's a weird game. It's a weird game. Yeah, we happy few. I think is what it's called. I'm immediately intrigued. I love stuff like that and books like that and movies like that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think stuff like that is super fascinating. Like uh, that's a big reason why I love Black Mirror. Have you seen? Have you watched Black Mirror? Yeah, yes. I don't know if we've watched all of it, but we've watched most of it, and it's it's a trip. It's so it's is. a trip. And some of them, of course, are like better than others, but there's some where it's mm -hmm. just so like you can just see the realities of like the world and, and like social media usage and like like a rating system or. Yeah, I remember that one. Yes, that was so wild. Um, there's one there's one of the on like the last season where they have like these little VR dots you can like put on your forehead oh. and it like transports you into this vr world but like kind of what you were doing with like vr but you have to like move around but when they put this on it like knocks them subconscious and then they still feel and see the world but they can like feel things and touch things and right i think i feel like it, we've watched that one as well and yeah. it's it's just a weird almost uncomfortable thing to imagine you know it's um it's very very good to watch though it is i love stuff like that like i love stuff that's just honest and i don't know like you can see the parallels in our world you know you can you can see you can relate to what's going on um i remember I've, i always tell everyone like if you all have not seen black mirror you definitely watch it it's like one of the best most uncomfortable but in a good way in a eye-opening <laughs> way <laughs> kind of shows i i had definitely i had i told my manager like years ago that she should watch it and one night they were like cleaning the store she had to stay there later with a with a co-worker and they watched the very first episode which the first episode is probably the worst one it's like this british prime minister has to do something with oh, a pig yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they're like oh, yeah. watching it in the back <laughs> and she's like why are we watching this nick said this was amazing and i'm like that's like the worst one to start on skip that one go to the next one yeah i heard that i heard that <laughs> oh man i caught that so yeah if y'all are gonna watch black mirror skip the first step i mean or watch the first episode but the first episode is uh pretty pretty intense um I guess totally back on like streaming conversation. See, this is why this is honestly like the best part about doing the podcast with everyone is like we pick a subject and just go down a huge rabbit hole for half an hour. I totally live for that. That's what's been the best part so far. Um, Dude, yeah, yeah. On another side of like the streaming and like content creation and stuff, if you could meet any streamer, who <clears throat> would it be and why? Hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's a good question. All these have been very good questions, Seth. <laughs> um, you know, it's yeah, man. Okay, so it for me, it's like I have to make a decision where 
do I want to meet somebody that's, and, and is it just like one person or is it? It could be a couple. It could be like the ones you like want to meet one, two, three, whatever you want. Yeah. So it's like, do I, ha do I make a decision where, you know, I mean, obviously I want to meet like, you know, you and like Ryan and, you know, all these other awesome people I've met, met through Twitch, you know, but I feel like, I feel like meeting, you know, you just for this example, I feel like, you know, when you and I meet, it would be completely different from like, if me and XQC or whoever met big, big, you one. know, it, yeah, it's, I think you and I meeting would be more like of a, of a, of a friendship type of like, like, yo, what's up? Like you friends. Know? And, and yeah, meeting a, a big streamer, like I feel like fan. I would get really, yeah, kind of like a meeting a celebrity type feeling where it's like, I'm really like, don't know what to say, you know, yeah. kind of anxious and, and I don't know, even if I were to meet like a huge streamer, I don't even know who I would meet. Um, Are there any like really big ones up there that you kind of keep an eye on every now and then? I mean, I'll, I'll watch like, um, the sushi dragon, the sushi dragon is one that I, uh, watch quite a bit. Um, but, but the thing is, is I don't know if I would, and it's not like I don't want to meet him in person, but I don't know if I would like, I mean, what would we talk? I don't know what him and I would talk about type of thing. I don't really know his personal like interests or his, you know, where he came from. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I would rather just meet like people like you or, or Ryman or, you know, people that I can really connect with on more of a level than, oh my God, you know, more like less fanboy and more like actual tangible relationships with people. I hear Mr. White's pretty cool. I hear Zach's pretty cool. He's, he's pretty <laughs> cool. You know, I could, uh, I could bang up on the, uh, the ceiling and he could, he could hear me right now. <laughs> so who started streaming first? Were you streaming and then Mr. White came to it or vice versa? You were yeah yeah it was my 24-hour stream i i messaged him or i texted him you know and i was like hey i don't know if you i don't know if you get on twitch at all but you know i, I just made kind of a milestone uh being an affiliate i'm doing a stream for 24 hours uh playing final fantasy 7 it would be cool if you you know came by and you know and uh you know, help stay, keep me awake. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll, uh, you know, I don't really get on Twitch much, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get on and check it out for you. And he hopped on and he made an account and came in and, and chatted. And uh, now he's streaming. Now he's streaming. Yep. Now he's an affiliate himself. And yeah, yeah. It's really, uh, really cool to see like where people start and their growth, you know, and, and how they get there and, their journey you know it's it's really cool it's really cool it really is and i think what's so cool about like a very select kind of group of us is i feel like we all really do hang out in each other's streams so much you know like like if we go in zach's yeah. stream or your stream or like you know breezy's always there and zach's always there and moof's always there and mr wide and there's there's like there's like a whole crew of people it's, it's like a legit like community you know, like you hear that word being thrown out so much on Twitch, you know, or not thrown out, but thrown around on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And 
yeah i mean obviously there are some you know pretty um pretty deep communities on twitch but i feel like this kind of community is very like it's real. real yeah very real i thousand percent agree um that's like i say it a million times but seriously meeting you talking with you and and zach and 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 so many people i, I don't want to i really feel like especially people that i've known for like a whole year like i i've gone back with um like i always upload like my vods and stuff to just like a, an archives youtube channel and i remember uploading one mm -hmm. a few weeks ago of my final fantasy 8 playthrough and it literally oh. in the thumbnail it said king fink just followed and i'm like oh my god oh no way yes dude yes, it was awesome. i want to watch that man i want to watch that because i'm not even when i say this i'm not even kidding but you know there was of course a couple people that i watched that were kind of like oh okay this would be cool but seriously you were the one that was like okay i'm doing this again i'm doing it again and i'm gonna have a sorry uh excuse my french <laughs> but i'm gonna have a fucking great time doing this oh, and yeah. you were the one you know that, that kind of lit that fire under my ass man so it's uh dude yeah <laughs> i can't can't give you a hug but air I'll, hug uh... air hug hell yeah <laughs> dude um hearing stuff like that is, is just i don't even know what to say except just like huge thank yous and and honestly like uh, like it's just i don't i don't even know like i never started streaming with the intention of just anything becoming full-time or anything money-wise like it was literally just wanting to play games and i i would tell most people if y'all are gonna stream do it because you want to for, to make friendships and build relationships and the games are just extra definitely i went in just definitely. wanting to play games like i knew nothing about twitch there was just this cool game coming out that was remaking my favorite game of all time that i wanted to play <laughs> that was right around the corner mm -hmm. and i was like it'd be cool to stream it um but like months after i i quickly or i quickly realized like it's all about you know you and and everybody and just like every time seriously you pop in and just say like good morning or just anybody pops in i like i get so excited I, like legitimately my friends like we get to hang out every day and just catch <laughs> up and chat dude yeah yeah it's um not a lot of people can say that you know not a lot of people can say that and i think um i think it's really cool that you're um gonna be doing kind of like youtube stuff as far as like kind of tips and tricks and like you know maybe little mini tutorials on how to how to get started in streaming um because man there's there's a lot of people that look up to you man and and i feel like these these tutorials or tips and tricks or or whatever they're going to be called is going to just be that encouragement that somebody needs you know to to get started to be like okay you know, before I watched this, I was kind of apprehensive on streaming, but you know, Zeph is making it very, very obtainable type of thing. Very like, um, I don't know, just doable, you know? So I think that's, that's a really, really cool thing that you're doing, man. Honestly, talking to Zach a few weeks ago, um, he said something that like super stuck with me and I really loved. He, he said he was, he kind of had more of the mindset of 
if you want to do something like literally just start doing it like right now just do it just go for it don't overthink it mm -hmm. and then as time goes on you'll kind of fix things as you go and kind of make things better but i feel like so many people sometimes just overthink things or I, I i i'm super guilty of it that's like i have overthought youtube to no extent like off the wall me too and, man and it's like you want to do it but there's like so many voices in your head telling you all sorts of things and it's like you just gotta not listen to it you don't listen to the voices in your head don't listen to the people saying you know spend your time doing other things nine to five or you know right whatever right. like just do what makes you happy you really do only live once just go for it just be happy yeah that's um that's a pretty powerful uh you know thing to say you know and so i agree i agree it's you know if i wouldn't have done some of the things in my life you know i probably wouldn't be sitting here in front of my computer talking to you you know what i mean so i'm yeah if you're gonna do something even if you know chances are you may not make you know your your name may not be up in lights in hollywood or whatever just do it just do it you're gonna have a blast even if you fall on your face and fail like it's it's gonna be a fun story to tell you know for like at the very least i totally agree um something that kind of like really helped me a few weeks back with like actually really really making the decision to um to leave my job was this might be the corniest funniest just weirdest thing ever but you know on twitch how they have like those sound alerts you can like pay bits or whatever for and mm. do the fart sounds or whatever i had one up that was the like shia labeouf or shia labeouf doing the just do it make your dreams come okay. true that yeah, yeah yeah and no joke i was on my computer for like half an hour just literally replaying it and replaying it and replaying it just like do it yes <laughs> like like for like half Dude. an hour and in my headphones and then there was just a moment where i'm like you know what we really just got to do it we just gotta like make our dreams come true <laughs> but like yeah, really yeah. there's no no better way to say it <laughs> i a thousand percent agree um i so a couple other questions i want to get in before we do wrap up here in a little bit yeah um, yeah we'll do some rapid fire ones here right 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 quick so actually <laughs> when um when i do i do plan on having the podcast go live probably two weeks from now so this will start being like on twitch in real time kind of thing and then i'll probably open up cool. chat towards the end for like last 20 minutes or so and we'll do oh, like that would be chat fun. questions that would be fun um i feel like i didn't want to start live because already managing obs making sure we're recording the audio talking listening questions yeah, there's already yeah. a lot but um so a couple questions i do want to ask though is who are three people off the top of your head that you think have been the most influential in your streaming journey i know we kind of touched a little bit in the in earlier about it zephyrs xp uh dark outlaw and dodge uh dodge on the run i Dude, think dodge my, on the my run. biggest three biggest three like yeah by far huge shout out to dodge on the run literally one of the best human beings for real on the man yeah i love dodge um i don't He's know awesome. the other one dark outlaw yeah dark outlaw so that's um so similar to how i stumbled upon yours i was wanting to watch somebody just wanting to watch somebody play final fantasy 7 right and uh dude stumbled upon him and um, that was like yeah last year um last year sometime and uh that's the that's the channel where the elon musk emote comes from 
Oh my goodness. Yes. Best and, emote uh, on Twitch. Not even a question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. Like, I think that's my most used emote on Twitch. Good. Is that, that just like smug, just I can't even do the face, but like the, the like raised eyebrow and like every time you post it, I just always giggle. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> just always post it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but yeah, yeah, he was he was a big one, like um, the you know, who I saw, you know, playing a game that I really liked and, and you know, just loved his his cadence and his, his attitude towards, you know, streaming and um yeah yeah and so he was he was you know was a, a pretty big influence also hell yeah hell yeah dodge on the run dark outlaw zeph i don't know about him he's and a little you. sus and you <laughs> he's a little sus watch out for him <laughs> um so one of the last ones i do at least want to ask you king is was there a question i missed that you would have asked yourself if you were doing a podcast with yourself oh geez um let's see i know that one's a little <laughs> bit out there but no 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 that's good that's a good one um maybe a question uh, it's not that you had missed it or anything but maybe a question i guess an additional question would have been hmm gosh yeah i don't know maybe like what motivates me most to stream or I don't know, man, that's, that's, that's a really good one. Um, yeah, I guess I would probably just stick with that. So <laughs> what motivates you to stream? <laughs> See how I dove um, into that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, let's see. So I think probably what motivates me the most to stream, it's got to circle back to when I was playing music, you know, um, I, I can't tell you how often I compare streaming to playing music. Um, you know, you, you start out in a small band and you, you write songs just as you would, you know, you, you download OBS and build your scenes, get all your equipment and everything already. You, you finally get a gig going, you know, with your band, you play live in front of, you know, probably two people, you know, your best friend and your mother. And same with Twitch, you know, you might have two viewers for, or you might have nobody watching for the first however long, you know, but you, you keep, you keep writing these songs, you keep pumping, you know, pumping out these gigs and eventually people you know will start to notice you still you know will start to recognize you and and come in and, and make that connection with you and i think the biggest part for me for streaming i think is probably like originality like um and again that probably goes back to like music and things but um you know on a, on a local level um there may be, you know, some bands who don't use the best equipment or don't use like the best whatever or do some sort of gimmick that is like unique to them that maybe a, a huge signed band has been doing for however long. But down on the local level, you know, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's, and I hate thinking of this even, but it's, it's kind of like a, of course you're working together, but it's almost like a, 
a competition that's in the back. You know, you're all kind of fighting for a record label or you're fighting to open up for this huge band that could, you know, get, get more people to watch you type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think, like I said, a big part of streaming for me is like originality. Like I, I, <laughs> I want to try and do stuff on my stream that n- n- nobody, maybe not nobody, but nobody in our like small close knit group of people are, are, are doing, you know, I want to do, I want to be that person to do like the, the new cool thing or maybe not even that, but like, uh, how do I put, you know, just, um, when you hop in, you're like, Whoa, know. what is going on? What is this? Yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, this is something that I don't normally see on Twitch. Like what is, what is going on? You know, like that's kind of what, what I want my streams, I guess, to answer like one of your previous questions is that's, I guess, what I want my stream to turn into is, you know, people come in and they're just mystified with, with what they see on screen or what they, what they may hear, you know, um, just with like effects and things. And, uh, yeah, just, just, uh, make, make a cool place for people to come and, uh, chill out and vibe the night away you know (laughs) dude hell yeah i mean you honestly and i'm not just saying this you already got that like every time i pop in your stream there's like something crazy or something really cool going on (laughs) i'm like i don't like one of the one of my favorite ones is the guy typing and you have the green screen up on like his monitor yeah and it took me it took me like five or six tries of like looking at that like coming back to it (laughs) where i'm like oh it's a green screen on his monitor oh yeah 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 dude you got some his really movie... really creative stuff i love your setups, movie magic man. it's movie magic my friend it is movie magic <laughs> um so final question for you king fink what does streaming mean to you what does streaming mean to me well um that has I think changed um if you were to maybe ask me a year ago you know uh i would say that streaming is just kind of something that i do and something that i you know don't ever plan on like making a priority or something but if you were to ask me now uh, i would i would say that it's it's become a, a big big part of my life you know and I just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's the people, it's the people, you know, you do it. You always hear, you know, people say, Oh, I do it for, I do it for the people or do it for whatever. But it's, it's a fact, man. Like, um, like I mentioned earlier, like I could easily just go chill on the couch, you know, next to Brie, all cuddled up playing game next to her, but I'm choosing to be, (laughs) yeah. I mean, of course. Right. (laughs) But like, I'm, I'm, you know, choosing to, to to um to do it i don't know for for that i guess relationship with, with people you know um like the money <laughs> what money you know it's like like it really that doesn't matter you know the subs the the, the bits the the paypal donations like nothing weighs more than the friendship i think like i don't know i i would 
I don't know. If I had a choice, I would not make any money on Twitch and just purely be there for the relationship, the friendships, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So many people think streaming and they think XQC, Pokimane, Ludwig, like those huge yeah, yeah. streamers. And I'm sure they're making bank, but like you really don't even make money 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 until you're probably like partner or close to partner and even a lot of partners like i mean yeah. are you really making a lot of money if you're making a thousand or two thousand a month like you could go get a full-time job and make more than that you know and a lot of these streamers are working right. a lot more than 40 hours a week you know so yeah it's right right i think if you go into streaming out the out of the gate hoping for fame hoping for money you're going to be really disappointed. That is a, definitely the wrong reason. Yeah. Definitely. But going into it to have fun, to be creative, to have a creative outlet, to make friends, to build relationships, to be a part of a growing community of like-minded individuals, like that is absolutely where the value is, I think. Oh yeah, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely special to have. For absolutely, sure. absolutely. So King, my man, where can our viewers and listeners connect with you online my friend uh well i'm uh not very savvy with social media <laughs> and so really the only place that you can you know you can find me is either on twitch when i go live or um in discord if you you know want to uh, ever send me a message or or you know video chat like how we're doing right now <laughs> And I will have links, everyone, for King's uh, Twitch channel. It links down in the description below. Um, but seriously, King Fink, Matt, thank you so much for hanging out, for chatting, for just vibing, for talking course, about Final Fantasy, talking about streaming, just talking about <laughs> life, man. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, man. And, and again, thank you so much for you know for inviting me to be on your on your podcast. It was it was truly a, a uh, definitely a highlight to my week and, and definitely an honor hope to have you in the future my friend um like we mentioned earlier this episode of the Zefcast is going to come out first on my patreon account which will be this coming saturday but next week next saturday it'll be available for everybody on the Zefcast youtube channel you all are amazing king you are amazing hope everyone has an no amazing you. night no you no you no you no you, no you. <laughs> you everyone um and definitely be sure to give the video a like if you like this kind of content and subscribe if you want to see more podcasts with creators and streamers and podcasters in the future see you all in next week's episode my friends much love bye